G'day, Troy Dane from WP Elevation, and welcome to episode 66 of the WP Elevation podcast. I don't know why I just sang that. 66. I feel like I'm calling out bingo numbers. This week's feature guest is Justin Ferryman. Not Ferryman, not Ferryman, Ferryman, Ferryman. Justin Ferryman. F-E-R-R-I-M-A-N, not Ferryman. We had this conversation off camera. From LearnDash. LearnDash is a learning management system uh, plug-in for WordPress. We love it. We use it here at WP Elevation to run some of our courses. If you are at all interested in how to publish a course online and maybe sell that course online and generate some recurring moolah into your business, or if you want to build learning management course solutions for your clients and teach them how to set up recurring revenue models in their business, then this episode is for you. LearnDash is undoubtedly the number one learning management system for WordPress. It launched in January 2013 after doing 10 months of market research before launching. Justin is giving away a full package of the LearnDash system in this episode, which is valued at $159. So stick around for details on how you can enter that. This is a truly great episode if you are at all interested in publishing and selling courses online or even just giving them away for free. And there is a lot to be said about using courses to educate your marketplace and position you as the go-to person. It's a great way to generate leads in your business and it's something that you should be teaching your clients how to do as well. And LearnDash gives you a great uh, development toolkit that you can just use to develop online course solutions for your clients. So it's a great episode. There are prizes. It's episode 66. It's Justin Ferriman from LearnDash. Stay with us. Let's elevate. This is the WP Elevation Podcast, helping WordPress consultants elevate. This episode of the WP Elevation Podcast, of course, is brought to you by Video User Manuals, the plugin that teaches your clients how to use WordPress so you don't have to. You can go down the beach and go surfing or go kiteboarding or hiking or play chess, which is what Justin Ferriman does from LearnDash when he's not working. You can go to the pub and have a chicken parmesan or a pint of beer if you like. Well, you can do whatever you like when you're not teaching your clients how to use WordPress because our plugin will do that for you. That's right, our plugin will teach your clients how to use WordPress, SEO by Yoast, WooCommerce, and Google Analytics. Check it out for $1 for your first month. Take it for a spin, get it up and running, and see how it'll change your life. You can check it out at wpelevation.com VUM, which stands for Video User Manuals. Not the most creative name in the world, but by G, it does what it says on the tin. All right, uh, Elevation Tip of the Week this week is teach something online and more importantly if you are working with clients encourage your clients to teach what they know online as a way of positioning themselves as the go-to person in their industry in their niche and of course you can use LearnDash to deliver an online course learning management system solution for your clients very quickly and very inexpensively and of course you can add a whole bunch of strategy consulting to that project and make it profitable for yourself and a great outcome for your clients if you're using LearnDash, which is what we're all about here at WP Elevation, adding value to your clients and then optimizing your processes internally so that you can add that value and run your business at a profit. This week's guest, Justin Ferriman, spent 10 months doing what he calls very unsexy market research to make sure that they had something that people wanted before they launched it. And then he used his experience selling e-learning solutions to Fortune 500 companies and his passion for WordPress to build the first learning management system on WordPress, LearnDash. We love it here at WP Elevation. We use it to deliver some of our courses. And Justin featured our website and still does feature our website on his website and is the largest driver of traffic and customers and members for WP Elevation. So, hey, Justin, thank you very much for that. I think I did thank him, thank him in the interview as well. Uh, so without further ado, uh, he's also giving away a full package of LearnDash valued at $159. So stick around for details on how you can enter that competition a little bit later on. Without further ado, let's go and meet Justin Ferriman. G'day, Troy Dean here from WP Elevation, and I'm very thrilled to have with me all the way from Ann Arbor, Michigan, Justin Ferriman from LearnDash. Hey, man, how you doing? Good, Troy. How are you? First, um, thanks for uh, having me here. Oh, thank you for joining us, man. This is, as I was saying before, off camera, <laughs> this is like the 18th time that you and I have tried to do this interview. And uh, for whatever yeah. reason, it just hasn't happened. But we're finally here and I'm very excited because you are from LearnDash. You are the man behind LearnDash. And I've got to say, 
LearnDash is the biggest driver of traffic and customers for WP Elevation. So, dude, thank you very much. Well, thank you for using us as your LMS. It's, it's amazing. Um, I kind of noticed what, what was happening in the Google Analytics. I'm like, why the hell are we getting all these referrals from LearnDash? And then, of course, I went and checked out the website, and uh, it says here, check out who else is using LearnDash, and you've got the WP Elevation site there. And so people are just clicking through and coming through and checking out what we're doing. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's been really it's been fantastic for us. And then, of course, we met at WordCamp in Chicago and kind of yep. briefly crossed each other in the corridor and <laughs> said g'day and didn't really have a good chance to catch up. So... I'm thrilled yeah. that we've finally, finally got you here. Um, before we get into all the questions, Justin is very kindly offered to sponsor a uh, pro license of the uh, LearnDash learning management system, uh, the full package, which is LearnDash and the pro panel. It's valued at $159. Stick around for details on how you can enter that competition a little bit later on. Okay, before we start talking about all things WordPress, when you were a kid, Justin, what did you want to be when you grew up? Oh, uh, many things. Uh, when I was real little, I think uh, I was I was really interested in becoming a soccer player. But at the time, there was no professional league in the U.S., so that kind of uh, dashed those dreams uh, pretty quickly. Uh, as I got older, uh, I really uh, thought I wanted to be a teacher, an educator of some sort. Uh, but I also had a um, a liking for technology. So uh, oddly enough, uh, or maybe not so surprising, I ended up in the e-learning space uh, mm. doing corporate consulting and e-learning. And um, so uh, those interests as a child very much drove, I think, what I eventually became. So uh, e-learning yeah, e is massive, isn't it? It's a huge oh, market, huge. isn't it? It's massive and it's only growing. So uh, it's an exciting time for sure if you're in this industry. Yeah. We're going to talk a little bit more about that in, in a moment. Um, when did you discover the internet and think, okay, there's more to this than meets the eye. I think we can actually build a commercial, um, you know, venture out of this. Um, well, my first exposure to the internet was when I was a child. I remember my uncle and aunt had AOL and we didn't have it yet. So uh, logging in and going to these things called chat rooms, right? Uh, the you got mail, that, that was my first exposure. Uh, then, you know, naturally just growing with it more for entertainment purposes. But uh, it wasn't until you know, I think in college where uh, I thought maybe there was an opportunity there for, for maybe earning some income or maybe uh, the potential of it was beyond entertainment and just reading about uh, my favorite sports teams. Mm. When did you, uh, do you remember the first time you saw the WordPress dashboard? I do. Uh, 2006 was, yep, 2006. I, was in a university in undergrad at the time, and I had started, or I heard about blogs. They were kind of just really taking off, even though they had been around beforehand. And my first exposure was at WordPress.com, and um, not too long after that, I began hosting, uh, playing around with hosting my own WordPress sites. And what were you, what were you using WordPress for back in those days? Were you just like blogging your own kind of stuff, or? Yeah, like every university student, they think that what they have to say is important. So <laughs> I decided to start it a blog. Is, man. It is, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, totally, right? Trying to change the world. And uh, yeah, so, uh, you know, started with a blog. And then, of course, as, <clears throat> as I got more familiar with how to you know, play with a WordPress site and the family uh, found out, then I was setting up small sites for my aunt, who's a photographer, and, uh, you know, my mom, who tutors people. So... Uh, that was kind of the first foray into into the WordPress world and, uh, you know, really getting familiar with the dashboard, how everything is configured and set up. And uh, so are you a developer? Like, do you call yourself a developer? No. <laughs> I know. I would, I would call myself an extremely advanced user. Um, right. I, can dab, I can dabble in CSS and some PHP, um, right. but that's not – I wouldn't define myself as a developer. Yeah. Well, that's good to know, man. It's good to know what you're good at and what you're not good at. How do you describe yeah. what you do in one sentence when you meet people for the first time and they say, hey, Justin, what do you do? What's your elevator pitch, so to speak? Wow. I think uh, a lot of times I may depend on who I'm speaking to, but I think at the highest level it's uh, – you know, if somebody is familiar with WordPress, um, you will make it really easy to create a online course and sell it even uh, on your WordPress site. Um, and then from there, you know, the conversation goes out. But um, and for anybody that's not familiar with WordPress, it's, hey, have you ever heard of e-learning? <laughs> and then starting from there. Um, most people, it's surprising. Well, maybe not surprising, but a lot of people have taken an online course at some point. 
Mm. Uh, so they generally can catch on pretty quick when, when we start talking about it. Mm. It's, uh, it, it's, funny how, yeah, it, it's funny how you, a lot of people have taken an online course without even realizing that there's kind of all this stuff going on in the back end to move them through and you know, make it a linear kind of trajectory through the modules and through the quizzes. Uh, they yeah. don't realize that there's all this stuff going on in the back end. We're going to talk more about how LearnDash solves those problems uh, a little bit later in the interview. What do, you, what do you actually spend most of your time doing day to day? Because LearnDash has kind of grown pretty quickly. Um, mm-hmm. Are you kind of still spending time in WordPress or are you sort of managing people, processes, biz dev? Um, all of the above. I'm the CEO and the janitor all at once. So uh, <laughs> it, it is a little of everything, which is exciting. And I like that about the business. Um, you know, I could be answering support requests directly um, from people that maybe are having an issue or just have a question on how to set something up. So mm-hmm. I spend a lot of time doing that. And I enjoy doing that because uh, I get a lot of insight about the use cases, about what's working, what's not, what could be better. Um, so that's, that's a good part of my day. Um, a lot of it is planning out the next business direction, um, what we want to do, how we want to drive the industry, um, things like that. Uh, networking, you know, reaching out to people in WordPress, uh, in the WordPress world, in the e-learning world as well, um, and uh, you know, forming connections in that way. So uh, it, there's a, it's it's a lot going on. You know, I'm also doing product testing and feature testing and um, things of that nature. Wow, never never a dull moment, hey? No, no, not really. And <laughs> uh, what's the one thing that keeps you awake at night about LearnDash? Um, I have a lot of ideas going through my head. I'm an idea guy. So um, I wake up a lot to jot them down and uh, I feel like just get them on paper mm-hmm. and then address them. And, you know, a lot of them don't see the light of day, but there's uh, some that do. And when they do, I think they're very well received. So it's, uh, you know, I'm, I can never shut off. I got to get better at doing that. Maybe just dialing down a little bit rather than shutting off. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. You, find it, you, you find know it, how it is. Yeah, yeah, totally. You find it hard to switch off and to to not think about work like even even when you're not at work if you're off hiking or doing whatever you're doing you're still kind of mulling things over in your head yeah for the most part um i have my outlets right like everybody does i think one way that i can kind of just like disengage is that i've taken a liking to playing chess so i'll play chess quite a bit and that will force you to think about something else but um you know and then you know i'm not it's not all the time right i'm not a machine so i can I can disconnect when I'm with friends or, or hanging out. But yeah, it's, uh, you know, even with my friends, it's, you know, they're also in the WordPress industry. So sometimes it just kind of yeah. mixes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was talking to Jean here who works with us in the office. And we were talking recently about I've, I've kind of started juggling as a way just in the office. If I just want to tune out from, you know, whatever's going on, I'll just juggle. And when you're juggling, you're not thinking about anything except keeping the balls up in the air. And, yeah. And ping pong's yeah. another great one. Table tennis, ping pong is great to just disengage with whatever's going on, uses a completely different part of the brain to keep that sure. ball on the table. So I imagine chess sure. is a similar kind of thing. Yeah, you can't really think about something else or you get wiped off the board. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a, yeah. I'm a competitive person too, so I, I really like the competition of it all. Awesome. What do you, what, so, and, and, and what are your hobbies? What do you do when you're not working? How do you kind of chill out? How do you, how do you keep your head together? Um, you know, chess yeah. is one. Uh, playing soccer. Um, just yeah. in some men's leagues, that's a big part of, um, you know, kind of an outlet, the physical outlet, um, hanging out with some friends. We have some great restaurants here in Ann Arbor, Michigan. So, uh, if any of your viewers happen to be by or around town, uh, it's certainly worth the trip. Cool. I, uh, I haven't been to Michigan yet. I, as you know, I got to Chicago, but Michigan is definitely yeah. on the, uh, on the, on the list of places I want to get to. So hopefully I'll get there one day. Hey, hopefully. Um, if you could wave a magic wand and fix one thing about LearnDash right now, what would it be? Oh, I would say, um, well, if I could wave a magic wand, I would, I would want more time in a day, right? <laughs> because uh, we have all these projects that are happening simultaneously, and um, they quite require constant uh, maintenance and, and oversight and knowing the different statuses and doing testing and, uh, you know, obviously before we release anything. So um, more manpower sometimes uh, mm. to be able to move faster, and that will come. I'm pretty confident of that. It's funny, I just interviewed Justin Sternberg from uh, Web Dev Studios, who um, was you know, one of the guys that worked on AppPressor. Um, he's, got, uh, he, he's working on CMB2, which is a custom Metabox plugin. 
I, he said the same thing. I said, I said what, was, what would the one thing that you could fix? And he said, more time, because he's got so many mm. ideas and not enough time to implement. The question I asked him, which I'll ask you now, is how do you know which ideas to take off the shelf and start working on? And how do you know when to just leave something on the shelf? It's a good question. Um, I think in our case, uh, a lot of some of what we do is driven by the user base. So if there's an idea, maybe it sparks somebody makes a suggestion, sparks an idea, um, and we'll go with it. Sometimes we take ideas. Um, Troy, I believe you submitted one one time that we ended up adopting and putting into our software. So that that makes it easy. Um, but then other times it's just about taking that chance. Um, I remember, uh, just to give a quick example, I remember. I think it was last year sometime, um, the, the whole WordPress LMS industry is really just kind of starting to take foothold. And people were just focusing on course delivering quizzes. And I remember thinking, well, you know, it would be great if we get some badges or some certificates in here. Because I've seen that quite often, actually, in e-learning and then also uh, in learning management systems that mm. I've, I've helped set up. Mm. Um, so went through the motion. Nobody was really asking for it. Went through the motions. and. Um, Thought it was going to be a great idea, and sure enough, it took off. I think, uh, I think now everybody has some kind of capability like that. So sometimes it's gut feeling, and and sometimes uh, it works out, and other times it doesn't. So you don't base all because it's. In, the, the, I guess the, the the interesting conversation is how much of the decisions you make are data driven, and how much. Are, I remember talking to eighty about Woo, from Woo Themes about this a long time ago, like probably two and a half years ago, and he said you can get overwhelmed with the data, and sometimes you just have to trust your gut and go with what feels right. Yeah, that's true. I mean, working in this industry every day, you have your finger on the pulse. Um, so you know, it's good to get the data and the user feedback. But you know, when people give feedback, they have a very unique situation. Um, or maybe they have a feature that they really would like to use. And they think it might apply to everybody. And the tough thing is to be able to discern, OK, will it or will it not? Um, and you know, if so, if if not, help you know, give them some options on how they could maybe get that done. But yeah, I think um, you know, so far we've made uh, more good choices than not. So I think that's been helpful in, in kind of catapult and Learn Dash to to where it is today. One of the things um, Badge OS integrates well with Learn Dash, and I was just talking to Justin yep. from WebDev about Badge OS, and we use <clears throat> so we use Learn Dash to deliver courses that people can take before as like a natural progression before they join WP Elevation if they just kind of want to get their feet wet and we use badge OS to yeah um, it's a good plug-in yeah give them some badges and we use the certificates in learn dash so so th this has been amazing because I kind of thought when I when I first saw the certificates I thought oh this is cute <clears throat> that was my initial thing was this is a cute idea right so I designed a certificate in Photoshop I got like a template from Graphic <laughs> River or something and you know put our logo and I thought this would be cute and my wife was yeah. kind of laughing at me going oh that's really cute you're building certificates for your students you know <laughs> anyway yeah. you wouldn't believe the amount of emails we get from people going oh man I had trouble printing my certificate can you please send me my certificate because I want to print it out and frame it and put it on the wall I'm like really yeah people yeah love, it's they huge, love right? the, they love the reward the gratification you know, we called you know, called that a lot of times. Um, you know, before doing Learn Dash, I'd be doing a lot of huge e-learning implementations at Fortune 500 companies, right? And we'd always talk about the carrot. What's the carrot yeah. for? What's the motivating? What's in it for them? You have to answer that question. And little things like certificates that they could print off and put in their cubicle. That's huge. You know, yeah. so that's that same. It's that same phenomenon that you're experiencing with WP Elevation. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, let's talk a little. Let's talk a little. Let's dig a little bit deeper into Learn Dash. Um, sure. How, so let's talk a little bit about your, your background. Why did you, because I know a little bit about your background, but the, our, our, our listeners don't. Why did you start to build LearnDash? <clears throat> okay. Um, well, prior to LearnDash and working exclusively in WordPress, where WordPress at one point was more of a hobby, um, I was implementing these e-learning programs, standing up LMSs at very big companies in the U.S. government. So um, it was my world. You know, It was something I had a passion for. And at one point, I forget the trigger, right? But uh, somebody had asked about the possibility of um, you know, learning programs or managing a learning program on WordPress. So naturally, like anybody does, uh, they go to the plugin repository and they search for it. And I found nothing. And the more I thought about it and the features that I know exist, existed and still exist in uh, large enterprise um, learning management systems, the more I thought about it, I was thinking, you know, WordPress is so good for this because it's such a scalable solution and easy to modify without 
feature below unless you need the feature. You know, so uh, that's kind of how the IDL started. And in 2012, I just started a blog. At the time, it was WPLMS.org uh, and just started blogging about the concept, uh, see if there'd be any interest there. And I think it was the first time WordPress LMS had even been uttered, right? Uh, so it was kind of a foreign thing. It's about educating, all right, this is a learning management system uh, on WordPress. This is what it could look like. And it started to take off. People are really interested in it and, uh, you know, signing up to learn more. And so in 2012, we spent a lot of time saying, okay, this is something that should happen and, and needs to happen. And uh, drove a lot of development during 2012. And then in January of uh, the following year is when we released our, our beta version. I guess, yeah, it was a beta version for, for lack of a better word. Uh, and we haven't looked back since. And how did you know, like, <clears throat> how did you get the team together and how did you scope it out and go, okay, well, like, did you start with like a minimum viable product or how did you know what you were building? Yeah, um, I knew the core features uh, just from my experience and what needed to be in there. Uh, and then we started, you know, and when I say we, um, my wife works in the business full time with me and then we also have a, a team of um, developers and some contractors and such. Um, you know, started developing, like, what would this look like? How could it be structured? I started interviewing some people to kind of pull onto the team and, all right, will you be able to develop this? What, what do you think about, you know, this? Could this be done? Okay, it can't. Let's talk about another feature. And um, I, I knew that we couldn't do everything all at once, right? Nor did we really have to um, in the beginning because just the nature of WordPress. So if you needed something, you could easily install it as well. Um, so that was nice. And then just got something out there. Uh, into the hands of, of people and then we started getting the feedback and people saying, hey, this would be great, that would be great and um, we started evolving from there. And uh, So, you know, Learn Dash, I say it quite often on our blog whenever we do announcements and such, but it's really been a product of the people using it. You know, we, we don't just give lip service to people giving their ideas, we've been incorporating those ideas uh, and so it's evolved to, you know, essentially a product of the people uh, across a wide range of industries, surprisingly. Mm. And you're right when you say the LMS space has really kind of grown up in WordPress over the last even 12 months. I mean, um, that's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, it is. <laughs> how do you? How do you? Um, I mean, there are some obvious ones. Uh, you know, Sensei from WooThemes. Uh, there yeah. are some others that I can't think of off the top of my head. But how do you? How do you kind of? I mean, does competition make you nervous, or does it keep you on your toes and, and make you make you produce a better product? Uh, I might have mentioned it earlier. I love competition. I think it's, uh, yeah, I, I love it. You know, it makes you, it makes you innovative. It forces you to be innovative. Right. Um, and you know, it's when you have competition, right. It, it's not, you, know, you obviously want to create a better product and you want to do better than them, but they also you know, drive you to, um, you know, create, uh, create something that people are going to not only need, but talk about. So, uh, it's, you know, competition is fine. It wouldn't be a viable industry if there was no competition, right? So, uh, you know, it's nothing that we've we've been afraid of. That's that's a great uh, that's a great approach. I mean, I remember speaking to Vlad from Manage WP on one of the first episodes of a podcast I tried before WP Elevation, a podcast that ultimately failed because I didn't know what I was doing and didn't have my processes down. But Vlad said. If there's no one else doing what you're doing, he, he, he gets nervous when there's no one else doing what he's doing. Because he's hang on yeah. a second, why is no one else doing this? That might, that <laughs> might, that might mean it's a really bad idea. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's true. It's, it, another good test is if, uh, you know, I heard this from someone else, but if like you Google something, right, and there's no paid ads yeah. uh, on site, well, there you go. Yeah. Well, interestingly, when you Google WordPress LMS, there's a few paid ads, but you guys are number one in the organic search, which is... That's pretty fly, yeah. man. That's good. Yeah, well, we, it is, I mean, that is a good thing, right? We work hard for that. And it's, um, you know, I will say, because when it comes to search engine stuff, you know, I'm not a search engine guru. Um, I don't know that kind of thing. But I do know you can't take shortcuts. You can't try to cheat it um, by, you know, purchasing bad links or Twitter followers or anything like that. I mean, you take shortcuts, it'll all catch up to you. So yeah. we've never done anything shady uh, yeah. the whole time, and it pays off. Yeah. What's been the biggest challenge you think with launching a product to the public? Um, and initially, when you launch a product, um, I guess any product, right? You want it to work for everybody, and 
it's tough sometimes when somebody comes at you and says, well, this isn't working. No, I needed to do, you know, not X, Y, or Z, um, you know, but, you know, something else. And one of the hardest things, especially when you're new, is saying, no, it doesn't do that, nor are we going to make it do that. And we've learned to say that, um, but then also you give options and, and such. And and refer them to another location if that's not the case. And that's been, uh, that's been kind of funny because it can sometimes backfire. Uh, for example, people will write us a lot um, and from the WordPress space, from the e-learning space, which is great because uh, you know, that's where I come from. And I'll talk to them and say, you know, we're looking at, for example, we had UPS uh, looking at using LearnDash for their LMS. And just knowing where we were at the time and where <clears throat> what they wanted to do or what the individual was describing, I said, you know, no, uh, you shouldn't use this. Here's another alternative. And sure enough, they, they purchased, right? <laughs> like, they're like, oh, well, thank you for being honest. Um, we're going to give it a shot anyway. It's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but just be clear, it doesn't do what you want it to do. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, I was like, okay, that's, that's not really, you know, we just set aside those funds and like, that's going to be the refund money. And just put it right there. <laughs> How do you handle support? I know you're really active in the forums and your forums are really, your forums are great actually. But apart from the forums, how do you handle not only, not only the technical side of how do you handle the forums, but the mental stress side of it? How do you, how do you, like, how do you actually handle support? Um, I think maybe my background in, in a few areas has helped with the support aspect, uh, essentially removing the emotional piece. I mean, you have to be, you have to connect on an emotional level. But uh, for example, you know, when you're consulting uh, for companies, no matter what industry, that company doesn't want you there. You're the consultant. Oh, what they have to say, uh, this is broken, that's broken. They don't know what they're talking about. So, you know, when it comes to dealing with um, maybe personalities that are a little bit stronger, uh, I've had experience in that area. So that's uh, unfortunate to have that. Another one of which uh, I used to be a soccer referee. And if you hear what people say to referees uh, in the forums, it's nothing. So it makes ah, it quite easy. Is that right? Yeah, Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um, had, do you, do, this is completely off topic, but do you ever get nervous about building a product based on someone else's technology? So do you ever get no. nervous? You ever get nervous that that you kind of the, the WordPress foundation? I mean, what if something seismic happens to WordPress? Do you then just pick up LearnDash and put it onto the like the next thing that comes along? You know, that's funny you say that. It's never really crossed my mind. Um, I think probably because all signs indicate that WordPress is just becoming yeah. bigger and better and greater. So mm. uh, if that weren't the case, then maybe yeah, I'd start thinking, okay, what's Plan B or C? Um, but that's how a lot of good products come. Uh, Articulate Storyline, which is an e-learning development program, they started as an add-on for Microsoft PowerPoint. Mm. Um, and they became absolutely huge. So, um, you know, I, I think it's a viable business model. Cool. I'll put a link to that in the show notes. What's the, what's the, and there are a bunch of hosted kind of, um, you know, uh, set up your course. I mean, new Rainmaker uh, platform that the guys at sure. Copy Blogger have put out. Um, Kajabi, <clears> I think, have just released Kajabi Next, which is a way you can kind of get your course up and sell it online. How do you feel yeah. about the the hosted version of of this kind of thing? Does that does that competition kind of keep you on your toes again, or in some ways, yeah? Um, you know, I think there's I think the person or the organization that's going to choose one of those applications is different than the one that will choose LearnDash. So um, there is overlap for sure in the market, um, but there's also, you know, I think there's less overlap than maybe people think. There is. I, I agree with you actually because um, it's funny. I, I was consulting recently with a nonprofit here in Melbourne who are looking for something like LearnDash, and they are they're, they're savvy enough and don't have enough budget that they need to go and try and figure this out themselves. So they'll probably yeah. end up using a new Rainmaker or a Kajabi or something like that because they don't have the budget to engage a consultant to actually build them a solution. Whereas mm -hmm. what I see in our forums is a lot of people are getting asked for um, by clients. So a lot of WordPress consultants being asked by clients, hey, we need to set up a solution online where we can start selling education to our customers. And so yeah. a lot of posts in the forums going, where can I quickly learn how to use LearnDash, right? Because that seems to be like the, the go-to solution. So I yeah. kind of see this, 
this ecosystem of, and this happens with, you know, it's happened with WooCommerce, it's happened with WordPress itself, this kind of ecosystem of consultants growing up to use LearnDash mm -hmm. to deliver solutions and then teach the clients how to use LearnDash. Do you find that yeah. a large percentage of your customers, LearnDash customers, are actually building solutions for clients? Um, you know, I, there's definitely a percentage, right, of people that do that. It could be as, it could be a WordPress development firm who have received a client that have said, hey, we need a learning site, um, and we work with developers, and, and that's what they do. And there's also, and this has been fascinating and interesting, um, there's also been firms that have been coming out and saying, hey, we want to offer LearnDash, um, just LearnDash consulting. Uh, we want to sell... Uh, people on the idea of LearnDash as our LMS. And these are people from the traditional e-learning space, right, uh, which I am just thrilled about because, uh, as I said, you know, e-learning being the, the world I came from and, and WordPress, a, a passion of mine, uh, now, now they're mixing. And, uh, you know, I can speak that language with them and, and what they're looking and what their clients look like and what their clients are kind of asking for from more maybe a, a traditional e-learning space, uh, and it's been cool. They've been getting they've been getting some good work in doing that because I think LearnDash and WordPress, uh, very much WordPress, are conducive to online training programs uh, in the traditional sense, yeah. as well as like you said, people that want to say, "Hey, I want to create a course and sell it, and I don't want to give a cut to Udemy." You know, so yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Uh, and if, for those that don't know, Udemy.com is a is a site where uh, they you can create a course and sell it, and they take a percentage of. Yeah. Uh, sale yeah um any any plans for a like a hosted software as a service solution of LearnDash? um it's it's on the dry erase board but it's uh it's not maybe as simple as just saying oh here's a hosted <laughs> solution no, um <laughs> yeah i think uh there's a few moving there, parts to that beast isn't there <laughs> yeah it wouldn't be like oh you can do it learn dash or you can you know pay us monthly for the same thing you know it would have to be something different and uh you know that's uh when we first launched I wasn't exactly sure um, the direction. I mean, I knew we wanted to do the plug-in, right? But I was like, hey, maybe people would want. And we tried to do some kind of managed um, way of offering the solution. And it really wasn't. It was more of a time suck than anything. And so we just kind of pulled it. Um, but it's been interesting. Like I said, the customers kind of give you feedback over time. And there's some avenues that I think uh, we're excited for 2015. It's going to be a huge year. Mm. Um, so, and, you know, that kind of that kind of stuff feeds these new ideas, and you know we're not opposed to hosted uh, avenues either. Because you guys have only been around, like you launched in sort of was it late two thousand and twelve? Am I right in saying that? Yeah, well, uh, January twenty thirteen. Right. So is okay. when we said kind of opened the doors. We did some closed releases and such beforehand, but um, yeah, that was like when it first it's like you can available to everybody. And there's no free version of LearnDash, right? LearnDash is just a premium plugin, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Did that, yep. Was that a deliberate kind of business model choice to not go down the freemium route? Yeah. I just didn't want to, you know, I didn't know much about the freemium. I read about it and stuff. I know there's, there's a whole kind of science to it. And uh, it's just, it's easier, right? Just yeah. to say, I have this product. Do yeah. you want to buy it or not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, path of uh, least resistance sometimes. Yeah. I know Carl Hancock from Gravity Forms has been a big, uh, um, he's spoken a lot about this. Like, you know, in, I can't repeat it on this podcast, but he, he basically says, screw freemium. Like freemium, no, he says freemium sucks. That's what he says. Because the okay. thing, one of the things about freemium is you end up, even, even you don't, you don't, you're not obliged to offer support for a free product, but you kind of feel like someone's downloaded your product for free. It's not doing exactly what they want. You kind of do feel an onus to support them. And that can be a huge suck on your resources yeah and you you probably figure that if they need support you know it's almost like a pre-sales thing right but it's not a guarantee uh you know it's they're using your product and you want them to maybe buy so you support them and but they may not and like you said you're not getting compensated for that time what, what are some of the most interesting uh websites that you've seen using LearnDash? Ooh, um it's been exciting so i think well, your site, of course, right? The, uh, uh, but, you know, it's, there's a University of Portland just put in LearnDash, right? Um, I forget the gentleman's name, but he actually did a, a nice little um, kind of audio boom podcasty thing about what he did. And he used Badge OS, and um, they set it up for their virtual learning center. And uh, 
obviously we're thrilled that they had chose us. So that's, it's really exciting to see it used in, in higher education areas. Um, not just higher education, but sometimes in, uh, for example, there's been school districts who have adopted it to let teachers create classroom, um, you know, kind of classroom LMSs for blended learning approaches with their students. Uh, but the, uh, the other side, there are, you know, entrepreneurs that are using it. And uh, one individual had contacted us, and um, I'm not going to say her name or business just to keep her anonymous, but um, she had contacted us and said, was thanking us, which is really nice when people do that, um, and because she had left her, she was in a transition. She was trying to find a way to get out of what she was doing. Now, LearnDash wasn't the reason why she got out. She's very intelligent and created courses that people wanted to purchase. Um, but she made the transition and is out on her own and, you know, doing that as her primary income. So um, that, you know, that's exciting. And then, uh, you know, it's funny. You, we get some of the strangest sometimes use cases and um, I, I wish I would have had one prepared, but... I just, kicked, uh, I just kicked open a bunch of tabs here, which you might have heard that video playing. I just kicked open a bunch of tabs here uh, from your... Um, from your Learn Dash examples page, right? So mm -hmm. I'm just going to give some examples yeah. of some of the people. Um, oh, check this I out. I probably could have done the same instead of sitting here trying to think off the top of my head. That's okay. Yeah. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So life marketing, L-Y-F-E marketing, social media marketing, online training. Their headline says, become an exceptional social media marketer. I saw that. <laughs> it's, uh, I, I've heard that somewhere. Where yeah, have yeah. I heard that? Become an some exceptional genius. WordPress consultant. Some genius marketer probably. <laughs> That's bizarre. That's the first time I've seen that. I'm going to take that as a compliment. Life marketing, become an exceptional social media marketer. Thank you very much. Watch the video. Look at that. I've got a blurred picture in the background. That's awesome. I'll take that as flattery. Rheumatology, the Johns Hopkins Medicine, rheumatology. Oh, yeah. So that was, uh, that's exciting because they're the number one rheumatology um, uh, program in the nation, in the United States. So they're using LearnDash, which is, uh, you know, that's really, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's very cool. Um, ESL tutor, so uh, English is a second language. Um, yeah, we've gotten a few language uh, people. Uh, there are people that are offering language courses, I should say, yeah. um, that are using LearnDash, so that's cool too. Um, health, health at health.com, so at health.com, mental health touches everyone. Uh, this is, um, mm -hmm. not exactly sure what they do here, but they're oh, look, oh, yeah, selling courses in, uh, for uh, CE courses for psychologists, mental health counselors, marriage and family therapists, social workers. Yep. Yep, um, and that kind of goes along with, uh, Troy, what I said before, the carrot, right? Why do people want to take training? And we find that a lot of continuing education programs adopt LearnDash just because it's so conducive with what they're doing. Yeah. Um, they're offering continuing education units that a lot of professions need, you know, to meet X number of units in order to stay certified. Um, that's an example of one. I know there's some HIPAA compliance examples on, on that site as well. Um, so there's a few that fall into that category. Uh, a, a few others here, uh, SOME, uh, Academy of Social Media, S-O-M-E Academy, uh, teaching, you know, social media. Um, transcription, this one's interesting, uh, Transcription Express. So these guys teach transcribers. Yeah, I think they, that's one part of their business, but they also, um, I think they do transcription services. And then anytime they onboard people, they say, oh, go through this course. And it's made in LearnDash, so that's pretty cool. Fascinating. So... So you must get a really good insight into the types of businesses that are using WordPress as well, because obviously if they're using LearnDash, it's on WordPress, right? Yeah, yeah. There's um, there's a lot of businesses using WordPress. I think, uh, I mean, we know that, right? It's growing. It's it's taking over the web in, in many ways, but not not just blogs anymore, but, you know, the content management system and now learning management system, um, people are really seeing that potential. So it's you know, anywhere from a blogger to, to major organizations. I think there's one on there, and I, I don't know the name of it off the top of my head, um, but it's like the biggest online university um, in Spain or something like that, and they're on WordPress, and they're using LearnDash. Um, so, you know, there's, I think, a lot of educational institutions are obviously going that way. Businesses, you know, for-profit organizations um, that maybe you want to sell a course and offer continuing education units, or just a blogger who wants to sell a course, uh, you know, on their expertise. Yeah. And uh, they're seeing that they can use LearnDash too. Hey, silly question. Do you use LearnDash to teach people how to use LearnDash? <laughs> we get that a lot. No, uh, we don't. I think um, we, 
We work within the confines of our support site, which we, we have like one of those support themes, right? So like the articles and, and such. Um, but there's a reason, too, why it would be difficult to do that. Because one thing that I know about learning management or any learning program is that it's defined differently by everybody that's using it. So mm. to be able to say, you know, what one person wants to do with their learning program or how they want to offer a course is going to be different than somebody else. So to say, oh, go through this course and this is how exactly you should set up your site, mm. um, you know, that's, that's kind of a tough, uh, tough task to accomplish. Mm. But, you know, we do use it obviously on our demo site. And so... Um, you know, we do make that site available for people who, who just want to get started quickly. So mm. that's, uh, you know, fits that niche. I just had a brain brain wave or a brain fart, whichever you want to call it. But um, we, we, should, we should do something with LearnDash and the video user manuals videos where we use the video user manuals videos and put them through LearnDash to teach yeah. people how to use WordPress, eh? Hey, yeah, I like the way you think. It's not bad. Eh? We should, we we should, should talk about that one. Yeah, yeah. we should. Um, we probably at some point should do, uh, I'll tell you what, let's announce the competition and then we'll do our lightning round, our elevation round. Uh, so the competition is, you have very kindly offered to sponsor a full package of LearnDash, which is valued at $159, which is essentially LearnDash and the Pro Panel. Now tell us, what is the Pro Panel? Yeah, Pro Panel, uh, you know, you don't need Pro Panel to use LearnDash, but it's going to give you some more reporting insight. Um, you know, if you want to pull up a course and see all the you know, pretty bar graphs about how people's progress are in the course, filter by their progress, communicate via the e some direct email with the course members, um, things like that. So it's just in, you know, you don't need it, but it's some added functionalities, some more uh, insight into your course activity. Cool. Uh, so that that package is valued at $159. We're going to give away a copy of that. Well, you, you're going to give away a copy of that. Thank you very much. In order to enter the competition, what question would you like our, our listeners to answer? Well, as I said, uh, you know, a lot of people are exposed to e-learning at some point. So it would be great to hear uh, an e-learning course that you have taken and uh, what you liked about it and what you didn't like about it. Cool. All right. So leave your comments under the video and tell Justin the the thing that you if you know the the course that you've taken online, what you liked about it and what you didn't like about it. And I'll get Justin to swing by a couple of weeks after this episode goes live and award that prize. Sound good, man? Sounds great. Awesome. Uh, before we do the elevation round, the one thing I want to say that I absolutely love about LearnDash is the ability to. Uh, prevent people from moving through the course until they get a quiz right. So the way that we run our courses is we have a training video, we have a quiz underneath the video, and you have to get 80% of the quiz right before you can move on to the next lesson. Because yeah. I know what happens when people do e-courses, right? People are so hungry for the information and our attention spans are all so short because there's so much information on the internet that you get in, you try and watch the video as fast as you can and just soak it all up and think that this thing's going to change your life. Whereas actually forcing people to take the quiz, get four out of five questions right before they can move on to the next lesson yeah. has meant that the feedback that we get from our, our students has been awesome based on that one little feature alone because they actually are cool. taking in the information. Yeah, that's, um, that was something that was important to me because uh, when we would do training a lot of these companies and organizations that they had to prove to their employer that they had understood what they had just learned. Um, so me, it, you know, that was kind of a, a must have from day one. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, to your point, that's uh, exactly right. They want to kind of, people want to rifle through the, the information sometimes and uh, which is great. They're eager and want to learn. Um, but this just kind of makes sure that they did learn it. So. And I was a little bit nervous about using that feature because I thought, oh, this might just jack a lot of people off, you know, but <laughs> it didn't, it worked. They, they actually really like being forced to answer the questions before they can move on because it, for them, it, it's like a sense of accomplishment. They feel like they've achieved 80% and they're allowed to move on. Yeah, yeah, and it doesn't have to be 80. Like you said, you could put it down to yeah. the 20% if you wanted. Yeah. We've got high standards here at WP Elevation, man. <laughs> That's, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do our Elevation round. For those that don't know, WP Elevation is a business accelerator program for WordPress consultants where we teach you how to run a consulting business as a WordPress consultant. So I'm going to ask Justin a series of quick questions, throw you back to your days of being a consultant um, and give yeah. us um, some answers off the top of your head. What's the number one thing any freelancer or consultant needs to know? How to say no. Oh, Yes. <laughs> now I didn't prep you with the answers here, did I? <laughs> no, no, but is that what, yeah. Excellent. What's the best thing you've ever done to find new customers? The best thing I've ever done to find new customers. Um, 
started to uh, reach out. I mean, in the product space, right? Uh, this is kind of a long answer. In the product space, you're always working internally, but reaching out and, and telling people about what you're doing, family, friends, anybody. Mm, cool. No, pretty, pretty straightforward, but I think a lot of people kind of forget uh, to uh, tell people. A lot of, we get so worked, kind of so cocooned in our own little bubble of working our own projects that we forget to reach out and connect and expand our networks. Yeah, and we think like, hey, we got the world at our fingertips on the computer. We forget about our immediate world that's right around us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get out of the building, so to speak. How do you stop competing on price? Compete on value. Ah, there we go. Yeah. I love it. Um, any tips on writing better proposals? Um, I don't know if I'm an expert in that area, so I don't have any tips. Okay, sweet, beautiful. Uh, what's your favorite tool for CRM? I'm sorry, I couldn't hear your question. Sorry, what what's, what's your favorite tool or system for CRM? Uh, Gmail. <laughs> In fact, there's a lot of add-ons and such that I have that you can, uh, you know, bolster up the capabilities. Yeah. Have you seen Streak? I haven't. Streak is a CRM that lives within Gmail and it basically puts a pipeline in, in Gmail and you can drag emails to different parts of the pipeline and it kind of helps you keep your, your emails oh, organized in kind of a visual sales pipeline. It's kind of cool. I like it. I'm going to have to check that out. Yeah, yeah. What's the best way to keep a project and a client on track? Um, talk a bit to them about what they're trying to achieve, not about you know, the issue at hand. So ah, yes. uh, just I'll, I'll preface that with, you know, sometimes people will have an issue or maybe they experience uh, what they believe to be a bug in the software. And uh, rather than focusing on just that item, asking them, okay, well, what is it that you're trying to achieve? How do you want the course experience to look like? And then go from there. That's, um, that's really good advice because a lot of clients come to you with a problem halfway through a project and the problem is with a very specific thing but if you actually look at the bigger picture, you realize that well, you can just remove that completely from the project and put something else in that's going to help them get to where, they're, where they want to be. Yep, exactly. Awesome. Uh, any ideas for getting referrals from existing customers besides getting your website featured on, uh, <laughs> on LearnDash? <laughs> um, you know, I think um, do right by your customers and uh you know we've been fortunate in that area that people you know i'll just see comments randomly on blog posts where people have kind of um explained their positive experience with with what we're doing with support and learn dash so um if, if you can just be honest and true to what you're trying to do and if uh, you don't have an answer be upfront about it i think uh, people just appreciate a little bit of humanity over than that so yeah awesome uh, and final question in the, in the elevation round, what is the number one thing you can do to differentiate yourself? Um, focus on what you're good at because everybody's good at something, right? So yeah. uh, you, I say that a lot. You know, I'll do some consulting for people uh, that call in and want to know how they can market their courses. And, uh, you know, they try to copy some other model, but they really, you know, I would say don't don't replicate but emulate you can take the good things from their from what they're doing um, but put your own spin on it yeah absolutely um and i think you, you're right focusing on what you're good at which kind of requires you to do a little bit of soul searching doesn't it and a little bit of kind of inward reflection yeah it does and you should you know find what you're good at but then also have the confidence and know that you're good at it and um people will will feel that and, and it will resonate with others mm. Awesome. Hey, uh, what is the future for LearnDash? Where do you think, where do you want LearnDash to be in 12 months' time? 12 months' time. Ooh, a lot can happen in a year. Um, <laughs> LearnDash, to me, uh, LearnDash is the, we want LearnDash to be the place. Like, you think learning on WordPress, it's LearnDash, right? And, of course, there's always going to be other options out there, but uh, we get this industry, we're from this industry, uh, learning uh, the learning space and you know we're really good at WordPress too so uh, you, we want to be seen as that go-to for all things learning um, especially if you're offering online courses and planning to sell them or even for free uh, that's where we want LearnDash to be that central hub and we're making the steps for that and we have some really exciting things for 2015 um, just to throw that teaser out there I mean it's uh, I get really pumped when I think about it because there's some things in the works right now that are just going to drive the industry even further and hopefully uh, you know, force everybody to be better. 
Awesome. I'm looking forward to that, man. Um, yeah. And and do you see, you know, Matt Mullenweg, uh, you, we've heard him say this a lot now, that he that WordPress, in fact, I think in the last, um, in the, the 2013 state of the word, he said that WordPress is about democratizing development, not just publishing. And he's talking about WordPress being an application development framework. Where do you think WordPress is going? Like, what, what do you think the future is for WordPress? I know it's a big question. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and you have 23 seconds to answer it. <laughs> yeah. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. Um, I think... Uh, I think we'll continue to see, at least in the near term, what we've been seeing, the, the expanding growth of its uses as um, website platforms. Um, I think with you know, marketplaces like ThemeForce, I think open the eyes of people that traditionally haven't thought of WordPress um, because of they're seeing these great, these elaborate example sites on what they could maybe create with it. So I think in the near term, you see that um, and gaining more of the internet market share. Um, but then I think we're going to see it into other applications, right? I think um, this is a very minor piece in the whole story of WordPress, right? But learning management system, I mean, that wasn't anything even uttered until, you know, recently. So uh, in the context of WordPress, and now it's very much so. So I think um, as our technology gets more advanced and all the different APIs we have and everything becomes more connected, we're going to see uh, it's not just going to be WordPress and its silo and, you know, salesforce.com and its silo. And we're going to see this connectivity across popular, uh, extremely popular applications. Mm. That's exciting times ahead, isn't it? It's a good, it's a great yeah. time to be an online, an online entrepreneur, man. Um, yeah. Speaking of which, what is the number one? If you, had to give, if you had to give an entrepreneur one bit of advice about starting their own business, what would it be? Um, market research, right? I think uh, it's just something that it's not really sexy, right? The market research portion. But yeah. uh, it's something that you see the successful companies do. Um, we, you know, we did 10 months of it, and we're reaping the rewards of, of doing that. You know, a lot of 2012 was dedicated to market research. Wow. And um, so you were obviously still consulting while you were doing that market research, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of my, my second piece of advice is, uh, um, you know, don't quit the day job, right? Yeah. Use, it to, use it to help fund the dream for as long as you can. Yeah. And this is something that I think no one like talks about a lot. Like I have a, a lot of people ask me, you know, I, I need to take this job to build this website for 1200 bucks because I need the money. And I'm like, no, you don't. You need to do something else to earn that $1,200 so that you can then focus on building the kind of business you want to build. Otherwise, you're going to be on that treadmill for the rest of your life just chasing the next $1,200 website. And I think that's yeah. what a lot of people don't talk about is you've got to pay the bills and eat while you're working out what your business wants to be and what you want it to be. You're spot on. That's great advice. I think um, you know that's something that I was in a position to do, and uh, it's it was great. You know, I, I could focus on the vision without having to worry about that next paycheck or, or where is that next paycheck coming from. And then you know, doing it not just like when we got to the point of launching and be like, okay, done. I'm doing this now. Doing both. Yeah. Doing both for a long time, you know, 12 hours a day of consulting and then another yeah. eight hours of learn dash, you know, had some pretty long days. Uh, but, uh, you know, then finally taking that plunge when you feel like you're ready to go. Yeah. Are you having fun, man? I'm loving it. <laughs> Absolutely loving it. Yeah. It's awesome, isn't it? I've never met an entrepreneur who hates it. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? You kind of have to, you got to be a little bit of an addict for the stuff, but yeah, uh, yeah. It's, it's, you know, jump in, jump in the water's warm, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> awesome. Hey, where can people reach out and say thank you for this interview? Um, yeah, sure. Um, the, our Twitter handle is uh, at learn-lms. Uh, you can also reach out if you want to reach out to me directly. Uh, I'm very active on LinkedIn. It's my corporate America route, um, you know, <laughs> history there. So uh, just justinfairman.com will route you right to my LinkedIn if you wanted to send me a message there. Sweet. Um, uh, otherwise, if you like e-learning and all things uh, ed tech and et cetera, uh, we blog about it quite often. So, um, you know, subscribe to that blog and, and you'll get our articles. So. Cool. This is the Learn Dash blog? Yes, learndash.com slash blog. Beautiful. I'm going to put everything in the show notes uh, for this episode, which will be at wpelevation.com slash Justin Ferriman, which is F-E-R-R-I-M-A-N, not ferryman, but ferryman. Um, Thank you. 
<laughs> hey, thank you so much for spending some time with us on the podcast. Yeah, Finally, absolutely. it's taken us so long to, to get here, but I, I really appreciate you giving us some time. Um, Finally, who would you like me to try and interview and why? Can I give you two? Sure, man. And I'll Absolutely. Explain, and I'll explain on. why too. Uh, one, and I looked on your site and I didn't see that you interviewed this person, I think, so I hope it's not already on there, but uh, Garth Coyle from Event Espresso. Oh, no, I haven't, but I, I met Garth at Pressnomics 1 a couple of years ago, and he's a dude. Yes, totally. That's a great, that's a great suggestion. Yeah. Yeah, and the reason I say him is I, Event Espresso, to me, they are just dominating their niche, right? And with just solid marketing and, and a good product too, obviously. But, um, you know, it's, it, he, they're hard to find some information on. You know, they don't do a, a ton of this stuff. So I would love to see an interview with him. Yeah. Um, the other is uh, Ross Johnson from, and you may not have heard of him, Ross Johnson from projectpanorama.com. And the reason I bring him up is he launched a plugin, uh, a premium plugin, well, freemium in a way. And it's kind of the opposite of Garth and Event Espresso. He's done zero marketing, yet he, uh, you know, I know his sales are going up and he uh, is getting mentioned all over the place because the way he's an excellent designer, the way he designed it is so good. It's almost just catching wind because of how good it was developed. So uh, as being a, a product guy, I think, um, you know, there's kind of two worlds. You got somebody that's created something, did a lot of marketing, somebody's just developed something so um, great it's just picking you know picking up steam uh on the side he does a lot of development work and design work and he's, he's fabulous um so that's kind of his main thing but wow. uh, those, those two i'm just look thank you very much for the recommendations man i'm just looking at project panorama now and it looks amazing yeah. it just looks gorgeous yeah yeah it's uh He's a, he's a great designer and developer. It's pretty wow. fabulous. All right. Well, Garth Coyle from Event Espresso and Ross Johnson from Project Panorama, I'm coming to get you both, courtesy of Justin Ferryman from LearnDash. So thank you for those recommendations, man. And thank you once again for spending some time with us on the podcast. I really appreciate it. And thank you for featuring us on your homepage, man, because it's made a huge difference to our business. I really, really do appreciate it. Well, like I said, thank you so much for having me and having this conversation today. It's been fun, and uh, hopefully I'll get to see you again in Chicago if you're going to go um, in 2015. We'll be there, so awesome. uh, we'll meet up. Cool, man. Thanks again. All right. Take care. Hey, I hope you enjoyed that episode with Justin Ferriman from LearnDash as much as I enjoyed making it. You absolutely must check out LearnDash at LearnDash.com. Take it for a spin. It's awesome. Their support is fabulous. Uh, and it really is a great product for teaching anything online and selling courses or giving those courses away for free as a positioning exercise. Um, please subscribe to the podcast at wpelevation.com slash subscribe, and we'll put an email in your inbox every Thursday morning and tell you who's on. Like um, next week, for example, is Syed Balki from WP Beginner. Woohoo! Can't wait for that one. It's going to be huge. I haven't shot that episode yet, so I actually don't know what's in store. But I'm sure that it will be good because Syed is a quality man. This episode, of course, is brought to you by Video User Manuals. It's the plugin that teaches your clients how to use WordPress so that you don't have to. You can find out more at wpelevation.com slash VUM and take it for a spin for $1 for your first month. Uh, visit the show notes for everything related to this episode with Justin Ferriman. All the links and everything we spoke about will be at wpelevation.com slash Justin Ferriman, which is F-E-R-R-I-M-A-N. And Justin Ferriman is all one word, all lowercase, no spaces, no hyphens, no underscores, tildes, or other weird hieroglyphics. Leave your comment underneath this video and tell us uh, if you've taken an e-course online, what was the one thing you liked about it or the one thing you didn't like about it? And Justin will swing by in a couple of weeks and award that prize of the full package of the LearnDash learning management system uh, valued at $159. So you could win that cool prize. Uh, I've just told you who next week's guest it is. It is Syed Balki from WP Beginner. I'm really looking forward to that. He's also partnered up with Thomas uh, now Thomas Griffin, and they also, of course, have Optin Monster. They're, those guys are in partnership together. So lots of good stuff coming out of uh, their building. Looking forward to that episode. Get on over to iTunes and give us a five-star review if you like us. Tell us some uh, feedback. Tell us who you want to see on the podcast and connect with us on Stitcher Radio at stitcher.com, I think. Let me just double-check that that is stitcher.com because uh, I'm not sure if it's stitcher.net or stitcher.com. Let me just double check. Here we go. I'll ask the librarian. Stitcher Radio is at 
stitcher.com. There we go, stitcher.com. Check us out at stitcher.com. I hope you're enjoying the podcast as much as we're enjoying making it. Of course, my name is Troy Dean. This is the WP Elevation Podcast. If you're a WordPress consultant and you want to build a business as a WordPress consultant, you want to build a successful, profitable business to support your lifestyle, check us out at wpelevation.com and come and join in the fun. Until next week, go elevate.